Welcome back to the Pill Rider TV podcast. Yeah, it's been over a year <laughs> since my first and only podcast on here. I thought I was going to start doing a pod, weekly podcast or whatever, but never did another one after the first one. So I guess I'm going to start getting back into the podcast thing. I'm not sure how often... There's going to be a podcast, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. I'm not sure. It's hard to have a schedule, a set schedule, with uh, in the trucking industry. Just when you think you're going to have a schedule set up, record something a certain time of the week or whatever, something always happens where it's not possible. So I just get to start to do a podcast whenever I can. So what I want to talk about in this podcast is my breakdown experience out in Coachella, California, a few weeks back. It's quite an experience. And yeah, so I delivered a load that I rescued off another driver that lived in El Paso, Texas, that he was having some issues. I'm not sure what was going on. Nobody told me. I didn't ask. So I emptied out in El Paso that morning, and he was at the truck stop with his load waiting for me to get there. You know, I dropped my empty. He gave it to him, and I hooked up the, the load he had, which is going out to Ontario, California and uh, I was asked to help I wasn't forced to do it and I said yeah I'll help because I know the customer in California it's a drop and hook and there was there's always a good chance that you might get a reload out of there going uh, down to the radio I said okay I'll, I'll take the load I'll help out and Hopefully, I'll get a reload out of there. So, I started making my way over across California. and Everything was going fine. It was a good light load, so I don't have to worry about weight or anything. Wearing extra wear and tear on the truck. So, I got out there the next day, about 5 o'clock in the evening, their time. Dropped a loaded trailer. Picked up an empty... And it was already late. I was running low on hours. So they sent me a load to pick up the next day down in Carson, California. That was going to, uh, where was that going? Uh, Grand Prairie, Texas. So I went up to the Petro there to uh, Ontario, took my break, got up the next morning, went down to Carson, got my load, got loaded, and started heading back east across I-10 there, and uh, I noticed that day when I was pulling into the customer there that uh, some kind of weird noise coming from the, under the hood, and I noticed when I was stopped there at the guard shack checking in in Carson, California, that my vote meter happened to go up real high for about a second. And it started dropping all the way down to about 12. Then it evened back up where it usually rides at the normal operating range. So I said, what the heck is going on here? 
So I just thought maybe, you know, it was the batteries were charging because I did uh, shut the truck off that night when I was on my break. So I didn't think that much more about it, except I still have some kind of a weird whining noise coming from the motor. I wasn't sure what that was. I said, well, I'll get that checked out when I get back towards Texas or Little Rock or something. No big deal. So I got loaded, came across, uh, what was that, 60, and got on, uh, I can't even remember the roads. Now, anyway, I eventually made my way back to 10. I was coming down there through Palm Springs and all that, and all of a sudden I started hearing this this howling noise. What the heck? I don't know what that was. I thought maybe it was a wind or something because it was out in that area where they have all the windmills and everything. So I didn't think much more about it. In fact, I was on the phone with Blackbeard. We were talking. I even said, what the heck is that noise? So I, I'm not going to worry about it. It's all good. So about that time, I started hearing some chunking clunking noises. I said, oh, that don't sound good, Anthony. I don't know, man. That's weird. So my voltmeter started dropping back to 12 again. I said, yeah, I think something's wrong here. And then I heard some more weird noises. I said, well, I think there's a TA up here at exit 142. I was about the 146 or something, or I don't know. can't remember how the numbers run, but I'm about four miles away. So well, I'm gonna have to stop into the TA down here and get this uh, looked at, see what's going on. Or I'm gonna look at it myself, see what it is, and then if, if it's something major, I can always check in there at the shop. So I'll put it on in there to the TA, back into a parking spot, back out of the way, and uh, open the hood, and I see, yeah, it was an alternator. The, the alternator had locked up. The fan belt was still turning on the uh, pulley there. It was locked up. It was kind of burning the fan belt a little bit. And uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's not good right there. So uh, I called the leasing company, told them I was going on. They said, yeah, I just check in there at the TA. They got a shop there. And uh, just let us know what's going on. So, went in the shop, told him about my alternator. I said, okay, uh, we'll check it out. So, about, uh, it wasn't long, 15, 20 minutes. They said, okay, go ahead, drop your trailer, pull into the uh, first bay right here, facing in. I said, okay. So, this is on a Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. And I pulled up in there, and uh, they opened the hood, and they checked it. They said, yeah, you need an alternator. That's a 240-amp alternator, so we're probably not going to be able to. We're going to have to order it, was his words. I said, okay, well, I guess I'll be here till tomorrow then, so all right. So the guy there at the service desk, he uh, was calling around, calling everybody, seeing if they had an alternator. Nobody had one. The Kenworth dealer there in Fontana, California said, well, we can order one and we can overnight it, but it'd be an extra $85 charge or whatever. They said, they asked me, you want to do that? I said, yeah, let's do that because, you know, I got to get out of here. I don't want to stay here anymore than I have to. And I said, okay, it'll be here um, Friday morning if you do it that way. I said, okay, that's good. One day here, 
be out of here Friday sometime. When Ogner comes in the morning, the sense by the Fontana, pick it up, come back, put it on, and I'll be out of there. I'll be rolling. Yeah, I had all the way to Tuesday to get to Grand Prairie because of the holiday there on Monday. All right, let's do it, man. So I went to the hotel room that night. And that's a whole nother story about the hotel rooms. They uh, pay with cash. They want a $100 deposit cash. If you pay your card, they're going to hold $100 on your card. And it's crazy, man. So I don't have that kind of money. I got just enough money to get the room, and, I, and that's it. So they, uh, they let me slide. They didn't charge me a deposit. So it was about 2 o'clock in the morning by then. So I got up the next morning and uh, I called down. No, no, I stayed in the hotel room that next day, which was Thursday. And the guy there Thursday afternoon called me from the TA service department, said that the, uh, yeah, man, your alternator will be here in the morning. I just got the confirmation from Kenworth there in Fontana. You're, it'll be here in the morning. As soon as, uh, I get a guy free about 9 o'clock in the morning. They're going to go get it, come back, and put it on. And you'll be out of here. It's all right. So uh, I, was in, I was happy, man. I was happy, happy, happy. So Friday morning, I got up, you know, got ready, packed up everything. You know, I was taking my laptop and the camera equipment and everything so I can record videos while I'm in the hotel room. So I had all that stuff, a couple sets of clothes and water and stuff like that so i packed everything up getting ready to go check out i said well i want to call now so like since somebody come pick me up or has a guy pick me up on the way back from getting the ordinary or whatever i'll go ahead and call the ta i called the ta he goes uh yeah I, bad news this morning i said what do you mean bad news he said, uh, the alternator, somebody forgot to order your alternator. I said, what? He said, yeah. Uh, Kimworth says they're real sorry. They're going to go ahead and order it now. They're overnighted, and they're not even going to charge you the extra $85 for overnighting it because they screwed up. So your alternator will be here uh, Saturday morning. I said, good Lord. So another deal was the hotel room, you know, I had to fight the lady or the clerk there about deposit and I only had this is so much money and it's not my fault and I just gave her a cry and my beer kind of story. <laughs> let me slide again, let me pay seventy five dollars or whatever it was and that was good. I said, Man, this is crazy. I was calling dispatch, telling them what was going on, they were thinking about having Somebody come in there and get the load, and I didn't really want to do that because if I did that, I figured that whoever came and got my load would drop me off a load, and I'd go right back down into California, L.A. area to deliver on Tuesday or something. Now, I really wasn't too fond of doing that after all that sit breakdown and everything, so uh Saturday morning, come along, you know, pack everything up again, get ready to go down there. So I said, well, uh, just to make sure, 
I'm going to call the TA and see if my alternator happened to come in. I called there a whole different crew on from the day before. This is a young lady working the service department. I said, uh, did my alternator happen to come in? She said, no, no, it did not. I said, do you have any idea what's going on? Because they were supposed to be here Friday morning. They screwed up and they said they were going to be here Saturday morning instead. Oh, we haven't heard anything. I'm getting ready to call Kenworth and find out what's going on. But more than likely, if it's not here by now, it's not going to be here. And it might not even be here to Tuesday because Monday's a holiday. I said, good Lord, this is not good news. Not good news at all. I'm out here. I'm out here in the middle of the desert. I'm not from around here. Thousands of miles from home. <laughs> I'm short on money. So I'm not making any money because I'm sitting here. And these hotel rooms and food are just killing me, man. Because so, I understand what's going on. I understand your problem, but... Uh, Somebody screwed up and didn't order it right or something. So she called down at Kenworth, and I, I don't know what they told her, but uh, she was like, didn't clueless, didn't know what was going on at all about the uh, alternator, where it was at or anything. So I said, oh, man, I, I can't do anything standing around this hotel room. So I went ahead and checked out the hotel room. Got my bag, which weighed about 20 pounds. I said, screw it. I'm going to walk up to the T8. Now, I'm about a mile and a half away, which really isn't that bad of a walk in normal conditions. But I'm out in the middle of the desert. It's about 110 degrees, hardly any shade, and I got a 20-pound bag, and I start walking. And it wasn't far, a quarter of a mile I got, and I said, oh, man, I done screwed up now. <laughs> So I kept uh, finding little spots of shades that were 50 feet or 100 feet or something. I stopped, rest up a little bit, and take it off walking. Oh, man, it was hot. It was hot. I was, man, I'm, I'm about to screw up. So I finally made it up there. I was wore out. I asked that guy at the shop. I said, man, I need a water hose. He said, what do you need a water hose for? I said, I want you to hold it and spray me. He said, well, it'll probably be hot water when it comes out. I said, I really don't care right now. He goes, okay. I said, oh, never mind. I'm just messing around. But, uh, yeah, I was hot. So I asked the lady there, I said, did you hear anything about the uh, alternator? She goes, no, I haven't heard anything. But uh, it might be here tomorrow morning, which will be Sunday. I said, well, man, I don't know. So I went in. uh Got me another hotel room. I got a different one this time. This was was in Indio, California, which kind of a dated hotel, but it was it, it was real clean. It was real nice. It's quiet. So I went down there, and uh, next morning I get up. I'm, I'm contemplating what I'm going to do. I'm going to probably have to call, make some calls to uh, get some finances lined up or something. Help me out. Pay for another room. At least until Tuesday. And uh, I'm sitting there packing up again or whatever I was doing. I don't know. Doing something. And I get a phone call. And I see it's a Coachella 
phone number. So, oh man. So I answered the phone in the uh, it was the TA service department. They said, "Hey man, your alternator is here and I only have like two texts today and when one gets back from a roll call, there being a couple wires, he's going to start putting it on. And you'll be out of here, man. I said, oh, man, that's the best news I've heard and I don't know how long. I said, let me get a shower, check out my hotel room, call me an Uber, and I'll be down there. He said, oh, come on. I got down there at about 10 o'clock. He goes, well, kind of we're going to get you out of here today, but it might be might not be for a while because the tech had to go on a, another emergency roll call, and it's kind of a, a big deal. It's going to probably be four or five hours before he can uh, get back and get that thing on. I said, I, you know something? I really don't care. If I don't leave here till tomorrow morning, I'll be I don't care. I just want to know that it's so, making progress. He said, okay. Good attitude there. I said, well, what else am I going to do? It won't do me good to stress out about it or yell at you all about it. Will that make y'all go any faster if I get mad and yell and start throwing stuff around? He goes, no, that's not going to help you. It'll probably make us go that bit slower. I said, well, see, there you go. It's all about the attitude. So he's, he's all right, man. I said, well, I'll be hanging out around the area here at the truck stop. So if you got my number or something comes up, just give me a call. I'll come right over or whatever. He said, all right. So, uh, like, two hours later, uh, I walk over to the shop just to check, make sure, just to say, you know, I'm still around. He goes, oh, man, uh, good news. Go bring your truck and bring it around the backside of Bay 1 and pull it straight in. I said, really? Now? He goes, yeah, right now. It's all right. So I was kind of worried about the truck starting. It'd been sitting out there in the desert, that hot sun for three days. And, uh, but man, and plus there wasn't any alternator to charge the batteries, but it cranked right up. I let the air build up and, uh, pulled it around to the back side of Bay One, pulled in there, and man, he was on it. So I got out of the truck and I was sitting in the lounge there, waiting room or whatever. And, and about 45 minutes went by, he goes, mechanic walks in. He goes, you're done, man. You're good to go. I said, what? 45 minutes? Put the alternator on, put a new belt on, and I'm just sitting here all this time for a 45-minute job? He goes, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's all about somebody screwed up on ordering the part. If the part would have been there when they were supposed to have been there, by the time I got out of there Sunday, I could have been all the way back in Texas. But, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, it's quite an experience being stuck out in an area like that out in the hot desert, not knowing anybody and really not having a lot of funds, financial finances to do a whole lot when I was out there. And, uh, yeah, it was a crazy experience. I was really contemplating... Uh, trucking in general as a whole while I was uh, broke down out there but, and they got me going Sunday night or Sunday afternoon I don't know what time I think it's about 3 o'clock 2 o'clock their time out there I said well I'm going to hook up to my trailer 
and get over into Arizona, Tonopah, Arizona, the TA there. It's like exit 103, I think, on 10. So I just had to drive the rest of the way out of California and then 100 miles in Arizona. I came out about 300, close to 300 miles, I think, from Coachella over there to Tonopah, Arizona. That's what I did. I made it over to the TA, truck ran good. And man, I was just happy, happy, happy to finally have that truck going and back on the road. And uh, didn't deliver Tuesday morning. Uh, they had to change it to Wednesday morning because I wasn't—I wasn't going to make it Grand Prairie by Tuesday morning. So they went ahead and gave me an extra day, which was no big deal. I was just happy to get over there and get that finally get that load delivered and uh yeah so that's my little coachella story i did do a video series on it and it's on my youtube channel it's in the playlist on my youtube channel pale rider tv and i think there's uh four videos and a live stream I went live one uh, like the first or second night. I was in the hotel room and all before the uh, bad stuff started happening about the not getting the party in and all the other stuff. So check that out because you just say, yeah, I'm kind of happy. Yeah, I'm going to be out here tomorrow. But not knowing that, uh, man, you know, things are about to go bad. <laughs> so if, uh, Hope everybody's liking these podcasts. I think I, I kind of like just talking, you know, just talking about stuff. Don't have to worry about being on camera. Just talk, just put it in a podcast. So pretty interesting. Kind of like Anchor. All the podcasts go out to uh, all kinds of different podcast sites that you can download it and uh, play it back at your own leisure or whatever. So we're going to probably try to do some more podcasts. Probably, I don't know. Well, we'll just see. I'll I'll leave it at that. So thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. If you like it, if you like the podcast, want to hear more, just let me know. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So everybody have a good day and stay safe.